Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. <laughs> and this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined in the studio, made a welcome return after about six, seven years, the last time he toured. Alexi Sale came in to That's see right. us. That's right, he was great. The legendary uh, comedian. He's been doing a fantastic radio series. And uh, we talked about that. We talked a bit of football. We talked a bit of martial arts, as you'll discover. I'm still getting over the producer's inspirational and motivational message just before we started this bit. Yeah, it was a bit swear. It was a bit John (laughs) Sitton. But anyway, it seems to have worked. Um, Also, we had a bit of a chat. And Martin Kellner was here with a week of sport on TV. Depressed West Ham fan of Leeds. So here it all is. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs with you through until four here on Talk Sport Weather this afternoon. While down here we've been worrying about Liverpool running away with the Premier League. Up in space, indeed the International Space Station, they are making cookies, Andy. They are really? baking cookies up there. Yeah, they're trying to perfect baking cookies in space. They've got a small oven up there and they think they've cracked it. And it, it did suddenly strike me that uh, if it all went wrong, the oven blew up and a great big hole in the... Inter- I mean, perish the thought in the International Space Station. Old St Peter, he'd be up there saying as they arrived... So, hang on, you were bu- you were baking cookies in... Sp- you had an oven in in space, in a space station. And it, yeah, well, I'm... T- well, you, you know... <laughs> the great. I'm sorry and all that, but anyway, that's, it won't happen. It won't happen. That's, the great that's solar wicked as, system wicked as, wicked as my old mum used to say, but it won't happen. I'm sure it's all some under control. Towards the world ending before Liverpool could actually take the title. Yeah, coming up between now and four. Oh, no. no, we don't want that. Motti's here to preview. Some would. Motti's here to preview the well, FA Cup United weekend. Fans would take that. I now. think they might. Would they take the end of the world over Liverpool? Oh eight seven one seven. Andy Goldstein would. He would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Motti's here to preview the FA Cup weekend. We're here from the tram. Tranmore. Tranmore. Got a good side they are. Tranmere. Tranmore Ravers. <laughs> Tranmere. Make, make up some football team names as good as Tranmore Ravers this afternoon. <laughs> Tranmere supporting... I'm giving you a lot in this opener. Tranmere supporting commentator will be calling his boys against United on Sunday. Yeah. And we'll also talk legendary cuts, man, and short boxers. We'll also take your calls, emails, texts and tweets. We're very excited because Alexi Sale will be popping in to see us a little bit later on before he heads off on tour. That's right. There's all this plus the clips of the week, the Fools panel, Martin Keown's Week of Sport on TV and Kobe says women should play in the NBA in Todd Macklin's American Sports Roundup. Yeah, that amongst other things uh, coming up with Todd Macklin uh, later on. We'll have some transfer news for you as well but it's seven minutes past one. Good afternoon everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Liverpool, what a terrific game. I really enjoyed that game yeah. last night. You could see the Liverpool players were completely spent at the end of the match. Yeah. Wolves had given them a terrific game. I mean, 
you know, I, th- I thought they were going to win the game when they Yeah, they were fantastic, weren't they? The thing, every time you see uh, mm. Dharma now, it's incredible how much... It, I remember there was a Spurs-Borough game, mm. I think Tottenham nicked it, and it was one of those classic matches where he was inc- incredibly fast, but every cross hit the corner flag or went out, he fell yeah, over his own feet, or he just kept running. Just ran it out. Just completely. ran out of touch. And to look at this guy now, the accuracy of his crossing... It's the mistake that we all make in the media, in the game, of, of writing somebody off it's the yeah. same with our mirror on you well know. some players never train on but he's clearly worked incredibly Chelsea hard at his game him for about 20 million a few couple of years back and I thought oh no don't buy him for goodness sake yeah. now you think what a player yeah. but there you go uh, Stevie Mack said um, at one point the, the, did you think he wanted oh, yeah. Liverpool to, did you sense he wanted Liverpool to win Yes, <laughs> of course. He I didn't wants expect to an answer to that question. No, of course he was. Oh, no. uh, but, but it's yeah. fair enough. I don't have a problem. I mean, Martin Samuel's written a piece. I should read the piece though. But I heard Alan and, and guests talking about it this morning. You know about the idea that commentators shouldn't be biased, enthusiastic, or if they want to be like that, they should buy a ticket. I think it's nonsense. I do. I mean, I don't know. You know, Newcastle beat Chelsea. I wasn't very happy about it, but I, I, I enjoyed Alan Shearer. I respected Alan Shearer going mad on matches because it's his team. Because it's his team. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just, I I'll just point it out facetiously. I don't no, have no. a major problem. With anyway, it. he said that uh, Firmino hit the stauncheon, and of course they don't have stauncheons now. And, no, uh, you don't have a stauncheon. There's do no stauncheon. Was it a stanchion? Was it a stauncheon? Well, for that, uh, have a look at the on YouTube the Clive Allen uh, Phoenix. That's the that's marvelous. the great stauncheon moment, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of my favourite phoenixes. Yeah, that's really yeah, fun. Yeah. So that was good. Um, what else did I have? Oh, Mark Clattenburg doing the sort of Peter Walton role. Oh, yeah. He doesn't sound like he looks, does he? Very soft spoken, Jordy. He's gone, yeah, down, I know. He's gone well, down there in the penalty box lake. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I, I didn't expect him to sound like that. For I some heard reason. him speak before, so it wasn't a massive shock. I don't know how the players could hear him, really, when he was refereeing. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose he spoke a bit louder. Hmm. And uh, all the forwards now are getting injured. I mean, I just that. Uh, Kane, Rashford, Vardy, Abraham, and now Mane. It doesn't seem too serious, but that is, if anything's an indication of yeah. when they're playing too much football over Christmas, that. It's that. time to dust off the old football wild geese plotline, isn't it? Where mm. Alan Shearer and Wayne Rooney play up front for England <laughs> at the Euros. <laughs> that we don't have a fit striker. <laughs> well, and then you'd see all that. You'd need a montage, wouldn't you, as they say? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you need a montage of Alan and Wayne getting fit together. Well, I mean, Wayne's pretty fit already, but Alan had some work to do with respect, yeah, wouldn't he? But just it. the two of them running out, this kind of wild geese, <laughs> Gareth Southgate playing at the back. I remember that. And then thing. has to take a penalty <laughs> against Germany, in the, and this time he scores. He gets his redemption moment, uh, unlike Stuart, uh, you know, Stuart that, Pierce did, but he gets his as well. I, thought, I remember that thing you used I'd to do. It. He would That thing you used to do about Alan Shearer when people used to say, Will he come back for anything? Yeah. Used to show, He's not coming back. He doesn't <laughs> want to. Yeah, you see, you see. Well, look, really, if Alan would come out, he'd been retired two years at that point. You know. know, even if he wanted to come back, it would have been a long road. I'm I can sure. now only call or see Danny Gabadon as Tom Gabadon after that thing. Because Bob and Arbroath and others have said he sounds like the Tom TV Carriage. chef Tom Carriage. Yeah. I was thinking about it last night. And uh, finally, one from the. Um, court circular this morning mm. uh, Miss E.C. Putt has got engaged and I sadly though she hasn't got married to get engaged to somebody called Mr. Pitch oh, yeah. <laughs> they'd be Pitch and Putt it'd be marvellous yeah, well, we were with you Andy you didn't <laughs> need to spell well, it out yeah, I yeah. thought I, you know just in Some case, need to. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us in the studio now, making a welcome return. He popped in the source a few years back, possibly when 
He was last touring. Um, it is Alexi Sale. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you. Good to be back. It's been seven seven years since you've toured, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I've done stand-up. I've done kind of patchy stand-ups in the odd run, so I theatre and stuff. But I, I think that, yeah, seven years since I did a yeah. tour, yeah. I mean, we were just saying off-air, we're both big fans of uh, Imaginary Sandwich by your, your radio, the three radio series yeah. you've done. Yeah. And so we both came to it. Sort yeah, of almost really about six months ago, I discovered it. I said, told you, it's a joy to find something like that when you didn't see it, yeah. didn't catch it the first time. That was series three, and we're working our way back through the series, and they're all, I think, they're all on the on the, the BBC Sounds, but yeah. it's, it's sensational series. Yeah, no, well, I'm, uh, you know, it's been it's been a real because you know when you get in your sixties and stuff, it's you know you you don't <clears> you know you have to kind of try and find new areas, but they're kind of coming together. Me and Radio Four and that series, it, it plays to. I think it plays to all my strengths. Really, mm. it's a, it's a, it's not as kind of in your face as the stand up, but it's you know it's got you know it's a, it's 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 about politics and 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 social themes and stuff, and it's um, it just fits perfectly yeah. with the where t- I am now. Well, the know. title kind of makes you think it might be a sitcom, but it isn't because <laughs> it's it's, well, you do it's have a an di- imaginary customer yeah. comes well, in every it's week. It's a device. Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. gets you into the stand up. It, it is, it, it, and it, <clears> it came from. I just have. Been, I mean, since yeah. the sort of eighties, I've been telling people that I run a sandwich bar. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you know, and some people <clears> tell me they've been there. And um, <laughs> it's just, but it, you know, it's just, I mean, it's a sort of it's yeah. the kind of thing that I do is tell people I run. You know, it's the kind of way I am. Slightly is that so, the, is that to the question? Oh, what are you up to these days, then, Alexi? I'm yeah. seeing you on the well, telly. I say, yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah, say, yeah, well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm very much wrapped up with the sandwich bar. You know, and, <laughs> you know, all the new fillings these days and stuff. You know, and it's tough, it's tough out there, man. You know, with the, all the chains and stuff. So yeah, so I talk to people about. Yeah, that. And I say to you, your influence is far-reaching. I, I won't name them, but I can hear other. Other comedians who've definitely been influenced by you. Absolutely, yeah. No, I think because, you know, partly because I just came at the start of something, you know, when <clears> we started at the comedy store in the in the late 70s, you know, there was a huge vacuum and we just, you know, you, we filled it, but we also set, you know, I particularly set a style. And I'm trying to, I was on a, an, another show, and I'm trying to get young comedians to kind of form a, like a fund mm. where they chip in, like Arena Axe, <laughs> chip in like 50p, yeah, uh, smaller acts, just a, a penny or something, you know. And it'd be a fun that would really acknowledge. Uh, I bought that what album, that the album, the Comedy Store album. Yeah. Did it's you a really? Wa- a wax disc. Yeah. <laughs> it was a proper wax cylinder. Vi- it was vinyl. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. But it's interesting how your influence is still being felt because Claire Tomlinson, you know, the Sky Sports yeah. presenter, she's just got a new car. And she put it on Facebook, and the thing she said was, "Hello, Claire, got a new motor." <laughs> yeah, she got loads of those back. So, pe- yeah, people, do, do people in vans still shout that at you now and again? Very occasionally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm grateful for that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, you know any recognition mm. is, is is gratefully received these days. Yeah, it's you know it's it's a long career and a kind of weird one, but yeah. it, I have had. I've, you know, there's been some strange outcroppings, yeah. Well, you had a break from, I was just saying to you, I love the, the two books of short stories mm-hmm. you did because you've, you've written kind of memoirs, you're still working on yeah. that. But the, I'd say short stories, when they're done well, it's a kind of yeah. brilliant genre. That well, I, I kind of ran out, I felt like <clears> in the late, in the kind of mid-90s, I felt like I'd run out of the road with yeah. stand-up. And so, yeah, I, I stopped doing it and became like an author. And those two, uh, particularly those two collections of short stories, Barstow and Prates and... Um, dog catcher they're still you know they're constantly in print and um you know i, I just had all those stories in me and i think and then I, I wrote you know several novels and then 
two volumes of memoir, which kind of writing memoir is very good, but mm. it kind of does you in for writing fiction in a way because yeah. you don't have to think about what happened because mm. you know it just. So um, yeah, that's what I've been, and I've got another. Eventually, I will have another. Um, and and uh, I don't know if I'm. Those the the first two volumes of memoir are being adapted for television. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so, by a very very famous TV script writer. Oh, marvelous! Are so, they casting? Have you got any idea you'd like to see? No, it's mostly you? not really. It's mostly I think that the guys that uh, adapting it is mostly interested in the early years, really, of right. me and my my parents in the kind of late fifties, early sixties. So it's a six-year-old me which you know yeah 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 and this is talk sport of course and there are football references <coughs> yeah football references quite a lot in, actually in yeah sandwich bar and also this the albanian world cup so <laughs> there's a kind of you obviously <laughs> yeah you like aren't football. the biggest football fan are you i mean you like football yeah, but you're not no, well i was born at, yeah, i was born in anfield yeah. you know about i mean about 500 yards from the ground. So I always think that's a bit like Bow Bells for a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a Cockney, you know. <laughs> uh, the authentic Scousiness is, although, you know, unless you're an Evertonian, um, <laughs> you know, it's connected with how close you were born to to, to Anfield. So um, I've always had that very intimate relationship, I think, with football, just by being close, you know, but never, slightly kind of distance. And also because my parents were communists, you know, the, the team we supported was Moscow Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Like, How did you keep in touch with their results then? It'd be easy now. It would be, wouldn't it? Really? In, in the in the fifties, it was it was hard. Yeah, they, came, they came here in the mid forties. They played Chelsea. They're still the record. Yeah, attendance. I think, right, I think of all 000. on the pitch, handing out flowers to yeah. each other. That's right. There's a famous yeah. old bit of footage of yeah. them there. But you imagine like your, your folks coming home gutted. You know, two nil to Spartak again. <laughs> yeah. It's all going off in like Barnstonworth, like Michael Palin. Now there's the, the, the sandwich bar. There are stories in there that you kind of sense are clearly true. There are stories in there that are probably are rooted in truth and then are mm. embellished, mm. and then there are clearly some that are made up. Mm. And there was one that you told a little while ago that I thought, is that made up or not? You started talking about your sensei and your and your martial arts, oh, and I, I thought, where's he going with this? <laughs> but but there is truth in that, apparently, isn't there? If I believe the Daily Mail, who I, I found something from. Um, <laughs> Completely yeah, 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 yeah. But they uh, apparently you did get into martial arts, didn't you? Well, over the years I've been... I, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I have dabbled in martial arts, but always with uh, my own teacher. Mm. And then because I had this kind of brain injury a few years ago, my balance went. And so I, I started going to a class, which is tai, it's Kung Fu Tai Chi, Tai Chi Kung Fu. Mm. And it was fantastic. It was a real revelation for me, partly because I've always been interested in martial arts. But being in a class was really mm. good for my e egotism or, you know, clamping down on yeah, my yeah. egotism really uh it was just a wonderful experience to be like the worst person in a, in a you know when you're so competitive to be in a group where you're clearly are never gonna be any good is like really um very therapeutic i think so that and also you know i do i've really grown to love it over the last four years just everything about it and i feel tremendous kind of camaraderie to, to everybody who's in the group. And You're stuff. still at the same class, yeah? That you've yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm still doing it. And it's, um, it's yeah, I just profound. I, you know, yeah. I, I, doing the mental and the breathing and the chi and the yeah. fighting, you know, um, you know, the fighting aspect of it and stuff is, uh, I'm very, very much into it. You know, I got it for a, 
for Christmas. I got all three Kung Fu Panda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the martial arts, you yeah. know. It's, it's, well, you can learn uh, stuff from that, surely. Panda can do stuff, you yeah. know. He's not, he's not to be messed with. You didn't <laughs> return to the old TV series, did you, uh, back in the day? Well, no, that's David terrible. Carradine, it was terrible yeah, cultural appropriation. It was, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's... Uh, uh, no, I, I, well, I never watched it at the time. Well, we thought it was imperialistic. Uh, you know, my parents didn't approve of stuff. Yeah. Molly, <laughs> <laughs> cultural appropriation, it's also to get denigrating the, uh, the people of China. <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, telling people you were coming in, uh, even Nigel Adley was in early, on one of our earlier guests. He said, Oh, yeah, I, I saw Alexia on his bike over. And a lot of people, they do. You're a bit of a London fixture because you're out and about on the bike. And a lot of people have said to me, Oh, yeah, I saw him in the West End on his bike. Yeah, I saw him yeah. over Blackfriars Bridge on his bike. And, um, I wouldn't have had it. Anybody say that to me? Well, no, but you haven't got a bike. Alexi has. And he well, I, I, about Alexi. well, I actually, since I had my brain injury, I haven't. I've stopped oh, you cycling haven't? now. No, oh, blimey. In 20. Yeah, I was. I mean, for years, people. I'm usually, you know, shouting stuff yeah. <laughs> at people. It wasn't. It didn't always put me in a very good mood, really. I yeah. think cycling. So I haven't ridden a bike since. I, you know, well, it was also, it was like, I remember doing like Radio 2 or something with Simon Mayo, and it used to be like, and this is a pathetic reflection on me, it used to be unique because I would cycle into broadcast now, and you go, mm. wow, you've come here on a bike, you know, <laughs> and it was like a really unique thing, but now everybody's on a bike. So it's, did it become, did you notice it getting much more dangerous, especially in London, as the kind of years went on? I, well, I think when you're younger, it doesn't. I think you do. I mean, I got knocked off a few times, really. And uh, first, it doesn't bother you, really. But I think it kind of mounts up a bit, I think. Mm. So I think I did get a bit kind of nervous. But I think mostly it was just the egotism. Yeah. I used to be, like, the only person on a bike in London, more or less. Because <laughs> it, it was really... Dis- and now, like, it's just millions of them. So you kick off at the end of the month. Uh, in Manchester with a tour. Yeah. Winchester, Nottingham, Norwich, Oxford, Birmingham, Exeter, Liverpool, Sheffield, Bristol, Margate, and then in London at yeah. the Bloomsbury Theatre. That sounds yeah. like... Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, I'm, playing, I'm not like playing big rooms. So I'm playing like multiple nights yeah. in smaller venues because I just want to have that more intimate. I'm not interested in playing the big rooms anymore. Yeah. Not that, I, that there doesn't be anybody there. So. <laughs> I'm not interested in playing Wembley <laughs> Arena and I'm not, I refuse. <laughs> the fact that I couldn't feel it is neither here nor there. Uh, but I, I want to play like, like I'm playing like a little 450 yeah. seater in Liverpool but doing five nights and I just think that's a more interesting experience. It's weird seeing comics in, in Enorma Domes though, isn't it? It's, a, it's an odd experience yeah. on big screens and stuff. I, it, I can't it's imagine weird. what the audience is getting out of it I think they must be I think they're kind of essentially entertaining themselves mm. really and I think yeah you could get like a big issue sellers to just caper about on the stage because nobody can see them and then play them like a recording of a piece of cake on the big screen yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic idea. the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, uh, uh, our old friends at the NS Sherlock Institute oh, yeah. have come up with another bit of research mm. here uh, that uh, stressed out football fans are at greater risk of heart attacks. Health researchers warn the ups and downs of following a team can trigger weight gain and high blood pressure and cause more coughs and colds. And they, they, they did this analysis. What I find amazing about this is they analysed 41 fans before and after their game against Germany in the 2014 World Cup. The 7-1. And they lost 7-1. Oh, what a surprise. They, a home World Cup when the team's expected to win and they lose 7-1 <laughs> in the most humiliating way possible affected their health. Yeah. It's, it's not much of a surprise, is it, I think really? it probably would have knocked them for six. No, that is fair enough. And we did both saw, like this story. We saw it. This is uh, a chap. What's his name here? It's uh, Mr. Singh of Mandeep Singh Chatter of yeah. Wolverhampton. And uh, he's basically opened his own uh, off-licence and he's called it Singsbury's Local. Singsbury yeah. Local. And the, another uh, yeah. well-known chain have, uh, have taken exception. <laughs> well, like, he says he says it's just a coincidence, <laughs> oh, but yeah. not sure about the typeface, Mandeep. <laughs> Or I, the colour. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the colour scheme of your typeface, you've made that, I've made the coincidence thing quite a tough argument, haven't you, really? And I mean, these big companies it's do. Quite, I mean, it's, they, it's they funny. Never, yeah, it's, it's funny, funny. But they're obviously their, their legal department. But, don't uh, like it's that. not like Roger Harrod, our old mate from Roger Harrod's Carpets. <laughs> And there's nothing they can do about that because that's his name. Is this a real person? Oh yeah, Roger Harrod. Look him up. Roger Harrod's carpets. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's my. He could open anything. Did Roger he call... Harrod's department store. So if it's your real name, you'd argue. Well, As you're Alan Dershowitz, you could go and fight the case for him, wouldn't <laughs> you? Really? Yeah. yeah. What about you? You were talking the other day about being Britain's foremost Alan Dershowitz lookalike. Yeah, I am. And then the following day on Sky TV, he was interviewed because he's mm. he's got some involvement in the impeachment trial, I think, or he's been asked about it as an expert. Mm. But there he is, the the guy that defended uh, OJ, uh, was on TV, the man you most look alike, and mm. go out and do kind of kids' parties and stuff <laughs> like that, and, and uh, open fates as um, Britain's uh, foremost Susan Alan Dershowitz Scott, I haven't lookalike. Been banging my door down. No, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm sure they haven't. I look. I only look like him if you put in a beard, a full beard. Because I don't think he's only got a moustache, hasn't he? Has he got a yeah, beard? Yeah, you're going to have to completely change your look, I think. That's what's going on. Yeah, anyway. The Star love a scare story, don't oh, they? Of course and, they uh, do, This yeah. isn't a weather one. This is uh, this is to do with the coronavirus, which is a serious story. Of course it is, yeah, is, but I don't see it as a threat to the Olympics at this stage. But uh, be according to the Olympic bosses fear the uh, China virus pandemic could disrupt the summer's games in Tokyo. Well, well it could, but... It's, it's not that long. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Time then to uh, reflect on the week of sport on TV in the company of Martin Kellner. Martin, very good to see you as always. And good afternoon to you, boys. Yeah. So I, mean, I, 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 take, I often take to Twitter, Martin, and see what you're up to. Much of it this week has been railing against West Ham. Oh, goodness gracious <laughs> me. Your team. Well, we're so sort of lacking in pace, it's unbelievable. Mm. Anyway, we, mm. earlier, but this was months ago, earlier in the season, probably about six, seven weeks ago, uh, St. Maximin uh, at Newcastle, of Newcastle, he just ran them ragged, you know, just because he he's not the greatest player in the world, but he's got a bit of pace. He's yeah. quick, and we have no. He is quick, and we have no pace at all. I mean, the irony is Zabaleta, who I love, is one of our best players. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and that's you, you know what a state you're in when you've you know, let Grady Angana go out. You get worried. It's Antonio. Oh, uh, Antonio's the only one with is, pace. Yes. The only one with any pace at if all. If they don't keep him fit, I think, and he's a good trouble. finisher as well. It's not just he's mm. quick. He doesn't just set him up. He scores goals as well, doesn't yeah. he? But, you know, and it's obvious, as Andy said a few times, when he's missing, mm. um, we're completely stymied. I'm very worried, actually. I've just noticed on the betting, they're fourth favourites to go down. Mm. So if it goes according to the betting, they won't go down. They'll just miss by one place. But I wouldn't bet against it, given the fixtures that they've got. Um, they're 15 to 8. Nice. You can still get, if you want to back them to go down. Um, and I'm tempted, you know, 15 to 8. I thought they'd <laughs> the be double whammy. I thought mm. they'd be um, absolutely odds on. But I, I watched it obviously on uh, BT Sport. Yeah, who had, the, who had all the football midweek, didn't they? Yeah, really? loads yeah. of it. I watched loads of it on BT Sport. But also watched it on Match of the Day because I am a masochist. I like to see it. I want to see it again. <laughs> see if it was as bad as you first thought. Precisely. And Steve Wilson is um, commentating, hmm. and there's a, a cutaway of David Sullivan. Yeah. And he feels obliged to say something. He says, "Yes, there's been uh, rumblings of content, rumblings of discontent about the ownership." I said, "Oh yeah, rumblings of discontent. We bloody hate them, you know." <laughs> yeah. um, but there you go. They're, they're not the most attractive. Not the most attractive owners. And then the other, the other thing he said, mm. when they, when uh, Leicester scored the two late goals you know after the 80th minute he yeah. said um I hesitate to say West Ham are thrown in the towel. Yeah, about two months ago. Um, but anyway, it's all... Uh, yeah, don't let it get you down. Well, it, it is getting me down a bit. And I put it on Twitter yeah. and most of the replies were you sounded like Andy Jacobs now. Um, harsh. Yeah. But it, it, it is it's harsh. But it is interesting. I love that, though, that people... Everybody complains about their team, but uh, apparently I'm <laughs> the you, only one you, that does you it. You do it with real panache, though, Andy, I think. You, you take, rubbish, you've turned it? it into an art I'm form. I'm no different to anybody. BT do a kind of round-up goal show, and I think via the the kind of European show that they do with uh, um, Julian yeah. and Ron and James Richardson and the I guys, we you see the goals as they go in, they cut to the grounds, and because BT had all of the all of the games effectively during the week, they weren't showing them all. Um, you were hoping that their goal show. I went to their goal show on Tuesday night initially to mm. to watch that, but of course they they don't give you the money shot. Sadly, they'll give you the goals that weren't given. They'll show you one that was disallowed from a game or a penalty that was missed because they were showing they were showing the Henderson Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah. But obviously they're not allowed contractually right to show you the yeah. goals because. Mm. I mean, that would be a sensational show if you could cut, uh, rather than it just being described yeah. by Robbie and the gang, you'd actually, actually see the goals go in, watch all the moments and the it evening would. unfold. Yeah. I did, I've never watched that goals show. So yeah. I've, I've seen the European goals show. I've never watched that yeah. one. Um, but what I, I think what's interesting about the football this week is that everybody thinks they have a crisis club. And obviously, as I've said before and here, the most interesting club, whatever we think as Spurs fan, Chelsea fan, West Ham fan, yeah. whatever you think, the most interesting club in Britain is 
is Manchester United. Yeah, it's the, a bit of a soap opera, isn't it? Really? It's right, a total it soap opera yeah. there. And I heard uh, Andy earlier this week refer to um, uh, Roy Keane on uh, uh, after the United Liverpool match yeah. on the uh, on the Sunday, saying I think his view was that Lampard's getting an easy ride at Chelsea compared mm. to uh, Solskjaer. to Solskjaer at Man United, uh, and he's uh, he's been the uh, he's been the topic of conversation all week, really, whether mm. on match of the day or on, on BT. Uh, and he, when he was interviewed uh, after the match against Burnley, he said, um, yeah, there, there's what, what, what's going through your head at the moment? What are you thinking, basically? And he said, there are loads of thoughts going through my head as to why I'm standing here right now. And I thought, <laughs> well, you're standing there right now because it's a contractual obligation. You have to come out and do, yeah. the, and do the interview. It sounds like a line from a very arty Scan- Scandinavian movie or TV but series. But wasn't it Roy Hodgson post-Iceland? We, Ooh, what am I, why am I here? You remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, that's that right. I don't really conference. know why I'm here. That was well, that's because yeah. we just yes. lost to Iceland. Yeah, and we yeah. made any chance of telling us why. Mm-hmm. Take your turn in the stocks, Roy. Yeah, <laughs> he also said... Uh, this is where we are right now. Yeah. Uh, so this is where we are right now. That, can you? Which, yeah, well, you can't argue with that at all. It is very <laughs> similar to these people on reality shows say it is what it is. Yeah. That's why we, we're here right now. Yeah. Anyway, so that was all. The other thing I noticed about BT is they've brought back the BT box, which disappeared for yeah. a while. Remember when we were talking when they first we brought don't it like in? The box. No, I'm not and a massive fan of seeing two managers watch a football match. Yeah, yeah. precisely. Yeah. Or, or David Luiz on the Chelsea Arsenal match. Yeah. you got the box for about the last two minutes of the match, mm. which was just David Luiz sitting watching there, it on the telly, sitting there in his socks, like goggle it. box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you mean that match that Arsenal won 5 0? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, see what I mean? Bring, it turns no, into an no, awful. I mean, after, turns into an awful. I mean, I spoke to Martin Keown today, he was laughing because I, I was quite critical of his comments after the match and they played them to him. I just thought that, you know, yeah. I thought Arsenal did well. They played well with 10 men, but they didn't win the game. No. Yeah. No, indeed they did. The, the police obviously are delighted to see. I didn't realise this. Uh, uh, my friend's son has just come through. Apparently, they've just announced the TV games. And uh, West Ham versus Tottenham is a Friday night game at eight o'clock. Is it? Oh. That's, that's ideal. Yeah. That's so, ideal. yeah, I think we may need to, uh, a, may need to up the stewarding that evening. That's a terrible that's idea. Friday night. Is that yeah. a good idea? Uh, not no, a good idea. Bring it on yourself. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. we'll see. Um, also, uh, the wrestling. You yes, looked at the wrestling. Uh, I did look at the wrestling, uh, mainly because BT are making big noise about it. They've got mm. the wrestling now. They've got that yeah. uh, WWE Monday Night Raw live, which yeah. obviously is Tuesday morning Raw mm. live here. And I always think to yourself, what can you do at one o'clock in the morning? Apart, of course, from a show on talk radio. But, oh, yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But well, it's, well, certainly at the weekend. At the weekend. If, yeah. I'm enjoying the week, of course. If it's, a, if it's a Tuesday morning, though, I was watching... Um, I've not watched wrestling for, for a long time, or WWE yeah. wrestling. You were looking for Big Daddy, were you? Yeah. <laughs> not quite. But uh, I always... Ken Walker? I, yeah. I always wonder why they have a referee. I can't see the point in the referee. Mm. Um, but some of the... Uh, they're like evangelists when they come out these days. Obviously, yeah. you know, they, they have to build... Because many years ago, Jerry Seinfeld did a gag where he said he can't get on board with boxing, he can't follow boxing, because there's no prior argument. He says, what should happen in boxing? They should have two little cars. One should smash into the other. They should get out of their cars and then start So the you fight. need a backstory. You need a bit of a backstory. <laughs> of course, WWE are the past masters of a backstory. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and they've got a guy called uh, Seth Rollins, mm. who they're calling the Monday Night Messiah, because oh. he's really the man who's pushing Monday Night Wrestling forward. Right. Whereas there's some other people who are obviously part, are all part of the same team, yeah. but they're pretending to be more in favour of something else, the Royal Rumble or one of the other sort right. of wrestling franchise things. 
So the Monday Night Messiah comes out and he starts addressing the audience, very much like an evangelist. Mm. He's very much like uh, Billy Graham's son. Am yeah. I running over here? George. No, you're OK. Uh, you are slightly, yeah. You keep, but keep going for now. You got, we, there has been a wicket in the cricket. We'll bring you details in a second. But you've got a second. I've got a second. You can bring us that. We can bring us... A second. Br- finish th- your point, Mark. I th- but my point is <laughs> that uh, at one point, uh, the Monday Night Messiah, um, Seth Rollins, yeah. um, one of his moves was he... Kicked, he went to kick, the, they were outside the ring. Everybody mm. was outside the ring, apart from the referee, who bizarrely was still in the ring. <laughs> he jumped on the on this guy, and I can't get the name at the moment because I've got time. Uh, <laughs> one of the Viking Raiders, anyway. Oh, yeah. And he jumped on him, but he missed completely, full both feet. Wow. And there was a guy with a, with a camera there. You know, a camera on one of the, That's a bit of luck, one of the TV crew. <laughs> yeah. And he... Banged the TV crew. The camera went straight, and I thought for a moment, mm. I thought he'd really done it. But I suspect it was, it was uh, part it of was the choreography, a, part of the choreography. <clears throat> and yeah. I have to uh, applaud them. It's brilliant. But I don't think I'd pay nineteen pound ninety five for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> if you want to, you can. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon show. Just a reminder: the Clips of the Week podcast is available to download separately uh, where you got this one. Uh, but we have got a little bonus clip for you. Actually, um, this was uh, one Andy noticed on Fisherman's Blues and Andy they always like to play a bit of music don't they coming out of the breaks and and now they've got the two hours they play even a slightly longer version and it's all sort of you know it's a big feature of the show it's a big it's a big production number yeah well that was the plan anyway Fisherman's Blues with Nigel Botherway on Talk Sport 2 I was just waiting there for Karen to play us another song, but you'll have to wait till quarter two for our next bit of fishing music. <laughs> yeah, Can't Karen. wait that long. No, definitely not. I love the silence. <laughs> yeah. Tremendous. Nothing it's better deafening. on radio, isn't it? Definitely. <laughs> That's us then. We're back uh, on Monday. Have a fine weekend. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.